one. All right. Hello, everyone. And thank you for tuning in on the latest episode of the Tell Your Story podcast, episode nine. Uh, today's guest is Anu Verma, uh, who is the uh, podcast host um, of Victor, uh, Victim to Victory. Right. Victim to victim, yeah. <laughs> um, and has been someone that has uh, shared their story on uh, sexual abuse and help in empowering others to help share their story and stuff. So, uh, Anu, uh, please introduce yourself uh, to the cast, even though, uh-huh. even though I gave like a very broad introduction. <laughs> Oh, hello, everybody. My name's Anu. And as you can tell from my accent, I am from the UK, central um, England, a place called Coventry. And uh, yeah, I basically launched my own podcast called Victim to Victor um, earlier this year. And it is on the back end of my book, which I launched last year of the same title. And the whole kind of, um, you know, motto of the whole of the book and the podcasting is there to help support victims of sexual abuse and to just give everyone who is currently struggling or those who have struggled in the past just a voice, you know, because what I found and what I suffered from myself was that, um, by, you know, by keeping it in and not talking about it does lead to some serious implications. And those that have been studied include trauma, you know, post-traumatic stress disorder. And, you know, they're all very severe symptoms. Um, Depression is a big one as well. And it's just impacts on the quality of life. So I really wanted my show and my book to be a platform where it will give and instill confidence into other survivors. And so thank you so much for having me on the show today. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, not a problem. Uh, So, um, you know, this podcast is, you know, as your podcast is to help, you know, share stories um, on topics such as sexual abuse, uh, sexual assault, domestic violence and stuff, Um, especially because like, you know, it's not really like, talked about I mean it's talked about like in more frequency than you know what it what it was in the past and how it used to be but it's still like a little bit you know scary for a lot of people um to share um especially if they're not feeling that they're going to be believed or just feeling the shame you know um so going in so um what made you finally uh want to start your own podcast uh so we can start from there yeah, sure. So, well, I, I wrote my book. It took me quite a few years to write because I was still, you know, trying to figure out what had happened to me. And so my writing became a platform for my own healing. And um, it was and just, you know, one of the most transformational journeys that, I've, you know, I could have ever, ever been on. And so what I found was that everything was on paper and that I still wasn't fully expressing myself um, vocally. And so I I just needed a way for me to open up more um, to the world. You know, my publicist was saying that, you know, I need to do some YouTube videos. And I was like, no, I can't get in front of the screen. 
And then my friend just said, why don't you try podcasting? I was like, okay. Obviously, I was very reluctant to try it. And then um, eventually all I did was read you know a couple of chapters from my book on my podcast and I launched it and oh my god you know everyone loved it they're like oh my goodness you know this is amazing like you reading your own book and so I I got a bit addicted you know I think sometimes it just takes that one person or you know a few people to kind of you know support you and to give you some words of wisdom Mm -hmm. which helps you to continue and uh, and then you know I started releasing a lot of real hard-hitting topics such as you know why do rapists rape and why do abusers abuse and these are topics which you know they were even hard-hitting for me but I needed to do it and I just felt by me just going in deep you know just hitting it hard it enabled me to transform and now I, 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 yeah, I basically can't stop talking because I, I just feel like it's helped me so much just to communicate my feelings with people around me. Because again, it was just in my relationships, I was struggling to communicate my feelings because I, again, a lot of that stems from the fact that I just didn't feel worthy enough. So podcasting, honestly, it's been the most kind of savior um, platform in my life Mm. you know and and I just want to inspire others to do the same you know if it's not podcasting it's just to just to talk Mm -hmm. yeah that's that's awesome um and so so um how hard was it then for you to um initially start on podcasting especially you know being in that space to sort of share your story publicly vocally and stuff like that even though you you made the book and stuff like how was that like sort of journey for you um especially sort of like taking those first steps yeah I think what it is you know when you are getting your story out there in the public um the way to look at it is to think, right, you know, this isn't really for me. This is to hopefully help that one person, you know, who might be on their way to end their life, mm. you know, and then suddenly, you know, they see your book or, or they see an episode which re- really resonates with them during this dark time in their life. And it's just thinking how that could instantly change that person's mind where they you know they want to continue with their life and to be honest that was a vision that I had it wasn't so much about me but oh yeah I want to get out there I want to be famous blah 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 Mm -hmm. it was more the fact that I really need this to help somebody and it's as soon as you turn your focus on others I feel like that is just you know something else Mm -hmm. and you know we're living in a culture where it is all about you know, working on a self like personal development and, mm-hmm. you know, gaining self-worth and self-confidence. But then, uh, yeah, you know, th- there's a stage of that which we need, but then it, life's also about contribution and about helping others mm-hmm. because it's, a, it's, it's that joy that you get from helping others. Mm-hmm. Um, you need that. We all need that. So we all need to be helping people around us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah yeah you, do, do you feel the same with your podcasting and obviously the episodes yeah. that you've done so far yeah definitely um especially because I'm like naturally a giver like that's how my mom like sort of like yeah. raised me up too um because like I I like as much as people like 
love to tell people like hey be a little bit more selfish or you know I do have those yeah. ones of like oh I can't be a little bit more selfish still like at the end of the day like I really can't um especially yeah. if like where what I can do can help bring more value to others than it does myself even though you know I know like you know I'm important like you know I'm important like taking care of my well-being and stuff is still like it brings me a lot more joy and happiness just giving and being of service to others um just because like at the end of the day like I you know sort of understand like you know what it's like to serve like um you know sort of like coming up not really you know being like given like the respect that you deserve or being able to like not have enough of like you know stuff too especially growing up with my mom um we start we like did not have a lot um especially because you know she had to take care of me with my own heart condition and stuff too and you know that we won't delve too much into (laughs) no but yeah absolutely and and it sounds as though you know you've got it you've got it nailed like you know what what joy is you know you Mm. know what you know what the meaning of life is Mm -hmm. and it is obviously you know contributing and um you know just making others happy as well as ourselves obviously you know we are number one unless we're happy then how can we make anyone else happy but you know but I also think that um by making others happy can also make us happy so I know it is I, I have I, I, I've been kind of really um thinking about this because um you know obviously the you know the personal development um the whole kind of industry is all about you know yeah it's all about us you mm. know but then it, <laughs> there's also the joy in other people as well you know it's mm-hmm. looking externally looking outside of ourselves mm-hmm. so it is it's quite interesting you know when you think about it all oh yeah definitely yeah especially now with covid everyone just really is just seeing like all right you like all right we need to try and contribute more to our communities to this earth that you know because we only have one home you know and we need to take better care of like the earth our communities and most importantly ourselves too because we also have one body as well too but you know there was also like that very brief period of time too when the pandemic started where we see we saw really cool glimpses of people coming together helping each other out and really being like, all right, this is all of us trying to make sure that we can make this a little bit better at the end of the day yeah. for everyone, you know? Um, and then now, you know, after like a year, like a year into it, now we're just sort of like seeing like sort of like business as usual, but really not in the way yeah. where people are just like more aware of the bullshit that sort of has just been right in front of them this entire <gasps> time. <laughs> yeah. Know? yeah absolutely wow it is it's very true oh wow so yeah um so basically you know it's about the having the joy in helping others and I guess you know another thing with um, podcasting is the fact that like I had quite a few episodes which I I was doing on my own and then suddenly I started getting contacting by I started getting contacted by other you know people who wanted to be on my show who wanted to be my guests and at first I was a bit nervous I was thinking oh my goodness you know I'm not a host (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. I'm not a journalist you know and then again all the self-doubt kicked in thinking oh 
what do I do? Do I have to ask them questions? Do I have to contribute myself? And then it's, it's so funny. But then once you do the first one, you think, oh my God, that went really well. I can't believe the hour just went, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whereas like when you're on your own, you know, like, like 20 minutes is a long time talking to yourself, you know, on a podcast, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. And then I, like, yeah, I started to really enjoy having guests on my show and, you know, had one guest come and then another. And uh, yeah, it's been great. Just really inspiring hearing people's stories of, you know, their own successes. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and I think, you know, it's important uh, for any podcast show to have that balance of guests, you know, who can contribute something different, um you know to the world mm-hmm. yeah and it's just been amazing and you learn so much more about your yourself as well when you talk to others because they say don't they like um the teacher learns the most from the students yeah it's yeah. probably the same principle with us you know as mm-hmm. as hosts we're learning a lot more you know from our guests about mm-hmm. ourselves yeah definitely yeah especially in yeah especially in like the past few episodes I've done you know a few being like my first international guest so this is like all right cool and then it was just like all right um being able to sort of see and sort of like being able to have like that dialogue with guests of like you know this is like who I am and how I want to contribute you know and then being like oh wow that's like really awesome and like this is also me wanting to contribute in my own way too um especially if like they feel like inspired from like the talk that we're having and stuff and wanting to be more out into the world and stuff too you know and really wanting to be about the changes and stuff too um you know because like I want to be a man of like I want to be a man of my word but in order for me to do that I need to first like prove from my actions instead of my words you know I like that yeah that is very wise yeah and it's true it's like you know a lot of people can talk but actions speak way louder than words don't Mm -hmm. they (laughs) wow I like that I'm like that as well to be honest um I act I do things and then I'll speak about it after Mm -hmm. you know I'm not one to go out bragging or say yeah I'm gonna get this or I'm gonna go there I'm just like I'll just do it and then, yeah, I'll have no time to talk because I'm just so busy doing. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, uh, having you on is definitely like, I you know, so especially in this conversation now where like, you know, there's a lot about action and stuff, especially and seeing the change that we want to see and stuff, especially bringing more awareness to like sexual assault mm-hmm. and stuff too. Yeah. Um, Cause you know, I, you know, I, you know, I, even though it's not uh, yeah, kind of related, um, this is sort of like me also wanting to put my foot forward a lot of the times, um, especially being like more consistent with my podcast and stuff too, because, you know, yeah. I don't want to be someone that speaks a lot of empty promises um and doesn't have a lot to show for it so you know I want to be able to be like all right here's me doing this and then you know here's like why I can be able to talk about this you know um especially if it's going to help other people too um whether they're just listening writing or do you see my writings about it or whatever you know whatever form of like media that they consume from it you know um because like you know I believe that like we we do learn best from other people um Mm -hmm. especially when like we can like relate to them on a very personal level too um and and, you know 
Yeah. And mm -hmm. um, especially being able to share their stories, such as yourself, you know, mm -hmm. um, and having this be about them, you know, and finding out that balance too, because as a host too, you also don't want to overshadow the guests too as well and have to find like that balance too. So I also try my best to like not speak or at least not talk about as much. Um, mm -hmm. So just let the guests speak and stuff too. Cause you know, at the end of the day, like it's about your story, you know, sharing it, being able to see like, Hey, you're, they're like, as like it, individuals from like different countries communities stuff you are not alone there are people yeah. out there that are doing their best to get through life you know because like that's mm -hmm. all we can do you know our very best um we can't strive for perfection because that's like a goal that's not really attainable you know like if you want to like like if you if there's even a thing called perfection you should just strive to at least perfect doing the best that you can um yeah. with what you're doing you know so absolutely yeah oh wow absolutely so yeah I mean in terms of sexual abuse you know we touched on this already haven't we um just regarding how um how common it actually is and um, but yet it's not really being spoken about and a lot of it's left unreported and you know we know that it goes on with a lot of the um obviously universities or sororities is it is that how you pronounce it yeah because <laughs> yeah, we don't have them here sorry <laughs> but yeah and it's um I just think a lot more needs to be done because like, like you said you know it's not being reported and you know many of the girls uh, young ladies who are the victims are actually blamed is is that right are they actually blamed? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's, yeah, I mean, there has been a lot of instances, especially in our culture, where you have, like, you have people commenting saying, oh, like, the, the, the way you dress has been the reason why that happened to you, or, yeah. hey, you shouldn't have been at this thing, vice versa, you know, really a lot oh of, like, God, the victim yeah. blaming mentality, yeah. you know? Um, especially when it's like, wait a minute, how can you like put them blame when there's like that shouldn't be the case too, especially on how like a girl looks and stuff like that too, you That's know. The problem, yeah, exactly, and it is, and I think you know the real education here needs to be on boys and girls. Obviously, <laughs> the boys need to be taught that you know that we are equal at the end of the day. And, um, and I think so much more needs to be probably done, you know, at school and at home as well. And, you know, the girls also need to be taught that we're equal. And yeah, I just think at the moment, there's so much segregation still, and, and that's what's causing these issues. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely, especially in just how, like even society views like what happens with like victims of sexual assault if they were female compared to if they were a guy and yeah, stuff um exactly yeah, it is and it happens to guys as well and i know you know we, we've gone about female victims but i'm really interested in actually um you know talking to some of the guys because i'd love to hear their stories of of victory but i know that ugh, there's too much suppression in our cultures in all of our cultures 
you know, um, suppression exists a lot in the Asian culture because, uh, it, you know, sexual abuse is classed as being quite shameful and, you know, the, the, the victims themselves feel guilty thinking that it's their fault and, you know, they brought this upon them. And I think with men, um, the issue is, you know, again, it's a lot of shame and, you know, they have a lot more pride than women, right? And mm-hmm. they don't want to be known as victims because, like, you know, they should be the breadwinners, that they should be the ones who are the strong and mm-hmm. the cavemen, you know? And mm-hmm. so to be like a victim of something so horrific can really take its toll mm-hmm. on, on the mental health uh, more so than probably females. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah, definitely. Especially if, you know, growing up as a guy, like, and especially guys who, like, are listening to this, too, of, like, understanding of, like, yeah, when we grow, like, growing up, like, we were told to, like, never show any emotion. So, like, yeah. you know, if you were to cry, I'd be like, oh, man, you know, like, you, you, like, why are you showing the tear, you know, like, I'll give yeah. you something to cry about and stuff like that, you know, and sort yeah. of, like, having to, you know, deal with the fact, like, emotionally, you kind of have to bottle that stuff up especially not seeming as like at least in my head for at least for a good bit of time like seeming as weak or a lot for people and stuff like that too and then now you know sort of like over the years how it became more accepted for guys now to like hey share what you're feeling be emotional and stuff like that be empathetic and stuff you know like show positive masculine traits you know not like a lot of those types of masculinity traits you know that has been shown like time and time again of like the bravado dude you know going in kicking down the doors being like oh yeah you know getting getting like the girls and stuff like that you know it's like how culture has just been perceiving too especially in like media and stuff like that too like more more specifically in movies and stuff too you know where we get like a lot of our influences from too you know Mm, absolutely yeah and it is and I think a lot of it is down to power and control as well um and you know this has come up quite a bit recently um just about you know when you are obviously a victim then you do lose some of your power and your control um and I guess you know when it's a male who um is a victim then this can really take its toll on them with women obviously you know a lot of women are in domestically abusive relationships Mm -hmm. and so what's happened there again totally different power dynamics where the man has taken away a lot of the you know, power and control from the woman in that relationship. And then this is why the woman feels like, you know, she's got nowhere to go and she feels trapped because she just hasn't got any, you know, any empowerment within her to escape from that relationship. And this Mm -hmm. is why, you know, a lot of women stay in these abusive relationships. Mm -hmm. Again, you know, can it be the same for, for, like, if it's a man in those relationships? Well, again, you know, I would love to speak to more men mm-hmm. to see if, 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 if that still stands, because I know that, you know, men do tend to have more power anyway. It's mm-hmm. just, I guess it's just in the DNA, right? It's yeah. the way that, that we're all genetically made, like with the X and Y and X and X chromosome. <laughs> it's like, it's, you know, there's some kind of linkage to that. 
So yeah, so I am I'm really interested in uh, kind of speaking to some male survivors. So if you're out there, then please contact me, <laughs> male survivors. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And also on my on my podcast too, you know, because like you know, I definitely want to like address like you know the this issues like affecting a lot of like you know again different like people genders religions from different backgrounds and stuff like that um especially just seeing how very systematic a lot of these issues are um especially when it comes into culture and how much that has you know how culture has been influenced by like the system like the systems that have been put in place and stuff mm-hmm. uh, to try and work around that try to work with it you know and stuff and sort of like understanding like at the end of the day like it takes a community effort to help make these changes happen too. Like it can't only be just one person, one organization and stuff too. Cause like yeah. it, there's eventually will be a time where like people will have to be like, all right, I'm tired. Like this enough is enough. Like we need to like stand up or we're going to be like suppressed and, you yeah. know, sort of be like told what is and what isn't in like the control of like the powers that be and stuff like that too just because you know there are some issues going on where they're trying to figure out or if they're too late on an issue politics comes into play and stuff like that too and you know that's another thing that needs to be that also needs to be addressed too it's like the politics are surrounding everything that like goes on too and you know understanding like you know politics does have its place in society and it definitely does need to be used to help with like a lot of like the processes that goes on with like putting in changes implementation of laws and stuff but if politics is is being implemented for the sake of politics such as you know personal agendas using it for bad and stuff like that then is that's where like i get like really pissed off and mad because it's like it's really noticeable too when you see it and it's just like what the hell <laughs> yeah exactly doing, right you know? yeah yeah absolutely and yeah and it's interesting you say about you know community support oh my god that is huge that is huge and unfortunately you know a lot of survivors they don't have that luxury because you know number one it's probably because they've not even mentioned it to anybody yeah. and number two it's probably because they're living in a very suppressed community like I know in the Asian community it's highly suppressed you know mm. no one talks about their feelings and so a lot of people remain unsupported and depressed you know because what does that lead to if, if you're not supported mm-hmm. it leads to sadness it leads to um just you not living the life that you deserve mm-hmm. And, you know, it all comes down to um, love as well. I mean, there's different types of love in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, yeah, there's like quite a few different um, books on like, you know, the, f- the five like love languages. Yeah. And it's like, how, how do you show love to each other? You know, is it through touch? Is it through um, vocally? Is mm-hmm. it through feeling? And, uh, you know, and again, in a lot of cultures, mm-hmm. um, it's, tough love isn't it it's basically you're just taught to just go on and get on with it you know there's no like there's no warmth is there Mm -hmm. and I think that's so important you know when it comes to surviving from such a traumatic event you need that warmth you need that connection Mm -hmm. yeah you know definitely yeah. yeah especially like and I don't know how 
men like the culture of men is in the UK, but I know like well, what about the culture of men in the US and you know how much like you know we try to like sort of be like yeah again like the macho man man of the health so to speak too especially you know having sort of like a history of sort of being like the big brother so to speak of the world yeah. um sort of being like oh yeah when we plant our flag on this set here ground this is <laughs> <laughs> we are doing this for patriotism and in our country <laughs> great, great, great. <laughs> oh my goodness exactly right it is yeah and um, this is it and and you know what social media has transformed our world because it's connected us all to each other so and that's something that I'm really grateful for I mean look you know we can do a zoom meeting I mean we we probably would have never ever even connected in our lives if it wasn't for matchmaker and uh-huh. zoom <laughs> yeah. it has really transformed the whole world and there's so many support groups online now for survivors to go on mm-hmm. um even your sorority groups there's quite a few on there as well mm-hmm. for sexual yeah. abuse survivors oh my mm-hmm. god and i was really because i had a look um, a few weeks ago and i was wowed by the amount of um you know members in these groups i never realized it was so strife if i'm honest yeah yeah definitely especially being a member of the greek like greek life and stuff like it's definitely definitely is like interesting too especially when you see like sort of like where sort of the problems have lied in especially because like a lot of people point fingers at each other a lot within the community too so Uh, it's like everyone is like kind of at fault for it being like the way it is now and so now everyone's sort of like trying to play like you know sort of like trying to do things in more of a reactory sort of standpoint when it's not in a really proactive standpoint you know Uh, yeah absolutely yes that's right I mean is there a lot that's going on at the moment? Um, I think there is because, you know, from what I'm seeing on the podcast and stuff, there's a lot more hype about, you know, sexual abuse and mm-hmm. there's a lot more going on. But I don't know much about, um, you know, for the younger generation, you know, for like child sexual abuse. Mm-hmm. Don't know if there's much going on about that at the moment. But again, even that, you know, when a child's um, sexually abused, then, you um, it's about them understanding it first of all and you know this is where education is so important at schools um you know for them to learn uh, about the way that they, they might be touched by their uncle or you know their family friend and for them to know that it's not okay you know if somebody touches if somebody touches me like that you know that's not okay and to obviously be open and communicate that across to their parents or their caregiver and again you know this all boils down to education at school and you know education at home and again you know this is something else that I'm trying to instill into Mm. people you know into families Mm -hmm. and again you know I speak a lot about this in my book as well Mm-hmm. just uh, about having that um you know support network um you know in, in the healthcare um setting as well mm-hmm. uh, where you know the doctors will be able to refer or you know if it's a social work and then they'll be able to refer the child on you know if they do see any signs of the child um mm-hmm. you know like an, an abused child because a lot of the times, you know, the signs will be where 
the child you know might be shy consistently not wanting to kind of socialize with anybody and not wanting to communicate with anybody and mm-hmm. you know they might be behaving erratically and it's all just like signs like this which is important for any elder caregiver or parent to recognize that mm-hmm. you know this child might require some extra additional support at home mm-hmm. So again, you know, it's um, it is it, it's it's a it's a big. Um, I think you know, it has to be a mass change. It has to be a worldwide change mm-hmm. in order for anything to happen. Because you know, even in India now, there's um, like so much like going on still. Like every fifteen minutes, there's a rape, mm. and yeah, and you know, there's like you you, you you probably I don't know if you'll ever go to India, but. On, on the back of a lot of the vehicles like in you know in their language they they write you know leave the girls alone let the girls have an education the reason they do that is because there's still a lot of um honor killings going on where girls are born and they're killed mm-hmm. because they're girls because there's too many girls in india and n- no one wants a girl that they just want boys <laughs> wow i know Jesus, it's, yeah can you believe that that still goes on yeah this, you know yeah i mean it's shocking to see like there's still like child marriage laws in the u.s too in like some states and that was very shocking when i found out I'm like hell there's even still like some form of honor killing too in the u.s as well i don't know how it's wow. still but yeah like that's crazy I, yeah like as much as like we tout that we are the best we're not really the best we're great and like powerful we, yeah (laughs) yeah we're like you know we're 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 we excel in a good bit of areas not gonna lie in terms of like opportunity personal freedoms and stuff like that but we still lack a lot in terms of just you know like serves like the improvement of society as a whole um especially with how like dated some of like the laws are especially how the language is and stuff like that too um and so yeah it's 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 sad and you know it's sad all around for countries that still have that such as india you know to like you know have like to to live in a world now where like you know we kind of have to like take a step back and be like all right how are we going to make this like better for future generations to come to so that way they don't have to like experience this stuff too you know or have have us still be constantly going even so many years down the line you know yeah this is it this is it and and, um it's interesting you know you say about america because do you feel that um like you know there's still a lot of like discrimination going on in america Mm-hmm. yeah yeah and i mean like it's it's not as like bad as it was like in you know in this like during like when it was coming up between like around like the 1800s 1900s up to like the 1960s yeah. and stuff like that and i mean still there are still like laws in place where like there's clear intent of discrimination and like yeah. racial bias and stuff like that and like the language of it all and stuff and i mean we still are dealing with racism and discrimination in this country still to this day even though it's, it's a lot more 
it's it's not as bad as you know as you know as a as quote back in the day yeah. yeah yeah and you know it's a quote that i didn't well yeah that will smith said a while back too mm-hmm. um and i'll probably bastardize this quote that he did um but you know social media like didn't like you know didn't um what was it it was like yeah it was like social media didn't um sort of like unveil what it was it just sort of like you just sort of show what it is exposed it exposed everyone yeah Mm -hmm. it's so true right and do you find that it's very area specific the discrimination uh yes yes i would say yeah. yeah yeah um especially like i have not personally like witness any like i've not personally experienced any like racism no. and discrimination and stuff like yeah, that so good. you know yeah so you know i'm like very blessed for that but i at least yeah. am knowledgeable and know where like racism has taken place and stuff like that too and especially in areas of the country and stuff and i mean like still i'm like still like a young black dude in america <laughs> where like i still like you know kind of worry yeah. about like whether or not you know i would be like racially profiled you know and yeah. stuff you know or you know will a police officer if i'm just going on a walk and stuff just wow. shoot me and stuff like yeah, that yeah for it's, sure it's because fear, you know yeah because i over here in the uk like in the cities it's very cosmopolitan you know and uh you know not not much racism at all because it's just so mixed whereas you know when you probably go to the um, suburban areas and mm-hmm. you know probably exists a lot more i don't know is i think it's the same in america right like places That's like kind of, kind of i mean yeah i mean when when it comes to america it's like very it's like we're a mitch bag <laughs> we're a very mixed bag of a lot of different like yeah we were say yeah i think we would say like we're sort of like the mixing pot <laughs> yeah. of like the world and stuff because we have so many different like religions and cultures and backgrounds within but still you know <clears throat> it's still you know one of those things for like racism like you can see it and then it's sort of like implied and then it's sort of like oh okay cool you know and it's just sort of like we're still we're still doing this but hey you know it's not as bad as it was but it's still like we still need to improve a lot as a country and stuff too yeah. you know and that's and like that's not even just like including racism you know again this also includes like sexual assault and stuff like that too and how yeah. much we sort of demean <clears throat> that area too especially like in america where the greek life community and system is so you know big and you know has like a long history and stuff too especially in my culture and how sort of like society has sort of like interacted with uh with uh greek life communities and the organizations as a whole too especially with like more like the greek organizations being in the news now for like sexual assault um you know people okay. uh, there are new members uh, who like rushed which is essentially them like looking and wanting to be a part of like the fraternity or sorority and being a part yeah. of it but mostly on the fraternity side of things of so like they're like new members you know dying due to alcohol poisoning or doing some uh, like really crazy act you know yeah. or something along those lines too where like a lot of people care much more about like the idea and image of it rather than like the actual values that follow behind what it means to be a part of organization what it means to be a part of community really what it means to also hold values for yourself too you know especially in this day and age now where we sort of have not really 
executed on the values that we talked about that we were gonna like follow through on (laughs) 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 absolutely yeah and I think it's amazing you know what you're doing getting that getting all these inspirational stories out there to be that change right Mm -hmm. yeah definitely or at least sort of help be like a vehicle for that to happen you know um because again I'm only like one person and it again takes like a whole entire community to go to so you know like even us having this conversation discussion is still like in and of itself me trying to want to be a vehicle for like this discussion and stuff you know as much as it has not even though we have like touched on a variety of topics within just this discussion like sexual assault race like racism discrimination masculinity and all that stuff too it's still something that you know a good bit of people still need to talk about too you know because like as hard as it is to hear this stuff and talk about it and you know um not and you know not really like even delving into like the stories themselves you know it's still like important for people to understand too there's still a space for them mm-hmm. to share their story and there's still space for them to you know want to bring more like light to the issue in and of itself too you know so it's, uh, yeah because every voice is important every person is important and every story counts so yeah I just feel that um a lot of you know, girls and boys um, after they have struggled from childhood sexual abuse or even, you know, sexual abuse in their later years. And um, the self-esteem gets quite impacted and, you know, mm. that obviously impacts on their self-worth and, you know, how they feel about themselves. And and then they just don't feel that they're worthy enough. You know, they feel like their story isn't worthy enough and it is and and it's so difficult to say this and for people to actually believe it because you have to feel it and I know that feeling it doesn't just come it does take a lot of work Mm -hmm. for some people it might not take that much work you know um, because you might not be that um, you know that kind of impacted from whatever happened to you but uh, for someone like me it took me a whole decade of Mm -hmm. therapy work and healing and working on myself understanding what self-love was because I didn't have a clue I was so lost I was just in a robot mode just Mm -hmm. you know and not even existing I was literally just I my brain was somewhere else it wasn't present I I wasn't here Mm -hmm. I was lost I was lost in my trauma I was lost in you know uh, my abuse and I was just a robot so it was only by uh, you know following like a a bit of a a more spiritual path Mm -hmm. having faith you know this way like I I know that you know you said about faith and having that belief system it's so important you need you need you need like a practice you need some faith you know whether it's in the universe it's in God it's in Jesus Allah in yourself Mm-hmm. you need you need something you need that belief because it's only really by asking whoever you want to ask it's only by asking uh, it you know that that's when you will achieve whatever whatever you need in your life and they say don't they is it seek and you shall so yeah oh it was seek and you shall receive 
I think. That's, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, can you shout? You shout reap. I don't know. There's quite a few of those. Yeah. 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 Someone will probably correct somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So the moral of the story is just ask. Yeah. Just ask. Oh, ask like and me, you shall receive. That's what it is. Sorry. Yeah. There you go. And it's just asking, right? I, I ask the universe if I want something or. I know, again, you know, people say, oh, you know, you, you, you shouldn't want, you shouldn't need, but sometimes you just want, um, you know, a nice day. You want something to go right in your life. You know, mm-hmm. you want these demons to go away and just ask, you know, and then it's by, it's by actually asking that that gives the universe uh, perception that, you know, this is what you're looking for and then you know because you desire it eventually mm-hmm. it will happen mm-hmm. yeah yes. yeah um so uh with that uh where where do you where do you see like your journey and you know where you want to be at and how long that you want to keep you know doing the things that you do and whether you know make it right another book you know how long do you see yourself doing the podcasting and stuff like that forever (laughs) I just don't see myself ever stopping because I feel like I've started something really special here and I feel like the world needs it you Mm -hmm. know especially especially after our chat I just want to get more kind of guests on my show um you know just to for people to come and share their stories and I also am um, in the process of writing my next book as well which is very much focused on the cultural shame and you know the cultural impacts of um sexual abuse mm. so yeah that one's going to go into a lot of the history of like you know a few different cultures uh, which are the most prominent which are like the kind of asian cultures uh, in particular um and african cultures and yeah i just want to really um you know hone in on that message about suppression because it really sticks to me because I was suppressed for so many years and I just don't want anybody to be suppressed Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and I think that's like really important too you know especially like now in this day and age too we're like you know we're we have social media we're more connected now than ever you know and we sort of have to like uh you know give like more more importance on like having a voice especially in this more interconnected world you know having like you know more of having more of the idea of of what of how we can like contribute to having our voice out there and what that means for other people and stuff you know and um you know giving definitely giving a lot more than it is receiving too especially because like you know that's that's what i think is like what should people do you know and makes people like a little bit more happy too you know because like you can only be selfish for so long and then you're just like are you really happy (laughs) it gets boring doesn't it being selfish Mm -hmm. god it's like i remember the days when i was very selfish and it was just all about me just going to the gym you know and then this is when I was at university and then just um you know going to meet my friends for, for a drink and if it's just like looking back now what a shallow life you know it's just all about me mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know if I'd have had, had something to the mix like a bit of charity work or something you know maybe my life would have been more fulfilled <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Just try to check off your bucket list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. No. So yeah. Hopefully. Um. You know. Hopefully, this is just the beginning for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. And you're and you're still in your like first season then of your podcast. You would say. Yeah. So sixty-five episodes. It'll be this week. Um. You know, not bad considering I started end of January. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but I don't, yeah, this season, I don't know, because um, I just find like, um, like in terms of the seasons of podcasts, I, I don't know how that works because mm. I think I'm just going to remain in first season for for a while yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Even, even I'm just a little bit confused. <laughs> because it's like you know i even thought about one like this like is it season one gonna focus on this topic or you know like exactly right yeah because my perception of that is you know as soon as you stop um as soon as you stop uh, posting content then aren't aren't you aren't you gonna lose listeners when your (laughs) listeners drop off (laughs) Uh, i mean yeah i mean yeah it is about like being consistent and stuff like that too Mm. you know it is a lot of times too having to like wait sort of like have people like get people on then it's like all right having to set that up and stuff like that too um but again it's also like a learning process too which is why like you know it's great sort of like in this day and age that we're at now especially after covid of just creating stuff and having that be a value for people too you know like we like we are essentially creators at the end of the day you know um and so like for us it's just it's like all right what what is like that process for us too and realizing too like we're all in our own journeys and stuff like that too and like the internet is a big place to where like it doesn't matter where you drop off the face of the earth or not like you can be able to bounce back rise up like a phoenix from the ashes and be like all right let's here pump out this variety of like content and stuff out too or at yeah. least let people know if like what's going on and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Um, Cause like, you know, it's like, like treat, you have to essentially treat this as one of my friends like said, as like a video game and just be like, Oh, like this doesn't work out well, delete. And then, you know, start over again from scratch, yeah. you know? Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. And that's life, right? It's all about trying new things. Because if you're not trying new things, then you're not living, are you? Mm-hmm. So yeah, we have to, we have to go out there, follow our passions, follow our dreams. And, you know, like, oh, I like, I like that rise like a phoenix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's a good one. Some- yeah, and that's something that definitely, like, has been on my head for, like, a good while, especially with this pandemic and sort of focusing on, like, you know, personal development and stuff like that, too, contributing yeah. to, like, society and stuff. Um, and so, like, I guess, like, this question then would be, like, uh, what changes would you then hope to see in regards to, like, sexual uh, assault, sexual abuse and stuff and in terms of, like, our communities and stuff, too? Yeah, well, I'd like to see a lot more education in schools. You know, I'd like it to be not a taboo subject. I'd like it. I like it to be, you know, openly um, spoken about, like it was, you know, a subject in biology, mm. and just for children to start at an early age to be educated that it, you know, 
it's not okay to be touched in a certain way mm -hmm. and you know maybe a lot more um funner ways to teach them rather than making it quite negative and mm -hmm. you know it's just it'll be more kind of cartoony ways to teach younger kids um so again you know maybe this is um a potential um book or potential show which i might need to get involved in <laughs> so there you go i've just come out come up with a business idea there <laughs> to, you know just to create like a little curriculum at school right because that's it i feel that you know because kids are in school for so many hours in the week yeah where the education is you know, there's only so much that parents can teach kids mm. um, before it becomes awkward, you know, teaching them things like, you know, sex education and stuff. You know, parents just don't want to be doing that. So, mm. yeah. Yeah. so I feel it has to come from schools. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, that's definitely another conversation for another time about, like, education, how important that is and stuff, too. Yeah. Um, but with that said... <laughs> um where can people find you on like the great world wide web of the internet and stuff? well if you google up victim to victor i'm all over there <laughs> 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 well yeah okay so i have my website i've got you know my podcast show and my books on amazon so um yeah you can just um catch me um anywhere you like you know if you want to listen to me on my youtube as well oh boy yeah all these different platforms it's difficult to keep um on top of everything if i'm honest <laughs> so yeah instagram facebook twitter <laughs> <laughs> you name it on there <laughs> yeah so, so yeah just google victim the victors guys find me and wherever you want me <laughs> <laughs> just google that and then you'll be fine <laughs> yeah i'll be found <laughs> <laughs> and hey you know if you want to be on my show as well if you've got an, an inspiring story of you know uh, being a victor now from maybe um you know something that, that you struggled from in the past or just you know a traumatic event that you've been through and you've plowed through then mm -hmm. if you do want to be on my show then please do get in contact my email address is anu at victim to victor.net and that's um, a victim to victor with a number two so yeah please do get, get in touch because i'm always um looking for new and inspiring guests for my show awesome well you hear it here folks uh Anu Verma with Victor to, Victim to Victor. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> you got it. You got it. <laughs> you got it. It's not Victor to Victor. No, yeah. it's a Victim, victim to Victor. Because okay. we're victorious, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you heard it here. Uh, follow, follow her on her podcast and on the various. Uh, channels that she's on too um and then again if you would like to share your aspiring stories on there you can go to her podcast reach out to her as well um and if you're also interested in sharing your stories and stuff such as what we talked about today as well you can also reach out to me too on the tell your story podcast instagram uh and uh i'm also on instagram so now i'll probably send something 
and the bio somewhere. I don't know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> sure will. We'll figure it out. <laughs> uh, but with that said, thank you, Anu, for being on. And guys, yeah. thank you for tuning in for this podcast. Hope to see you guys. Say bye. <laughs> bye, everyone. <laughs>